message. Sounds so good to hear your voice. I hope you and the team at work and uh, just thinking about you and just thought I'd call and see what you're up to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Shannon. It's been so long. I know it has. We didn't have our planning period together today because I ditched you. Yeah, you did ditch me. I did ditch you. You had a meeting, so. I had a meeting. It's okay. And it then was... the other girl wasn't in there, so it was just me. Did you get a lot done? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you work I... better alone or with other people? Alone. Definitely. You got really serious on well, that one. <laughs> alone <laughs> alone for sure i needed for like sure. a quiet environment like i can't even have the tv on like mm. when i'm at home working no really not yeah. even background noise no no music nothing no, like not silence. even instrumental Mm-mm. pure silence what about you it's interesting it depends on what i'm doing mm. if i'm doing something that requires reading i would i need like yes pure silence like right. i can't like we had a moment <laughs> I like I was on I had a lot going on and then it was also on top of like with my ADHD and then with you know my medicine making me have mood swings I just for those of you who don't know I freaked out on Michelle and it was so unwarranted and I just had a moment of like I need peace and quiet and Michelle's like are you fucking okay and I'm like no no I'm not and I'm so sorry I gave her cookies you guys it's fine it was good it's we, all fine now we work through it we work sometimes through it. I can be chatty I'm I'm a chatty lady. As you should be. This is a social environment. It can be an issue sometimes. I talk to everyone. That's that's my issue. I'll talk to anyone and everyone. The gas station attendant. Yep. The guy, the, uh, the hobo on the corner. <laughs> yep. Like, I'm like, we can have a conversation. Oh, there's so much to learn about people. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> I always liked on my report card, I, I would get, you know, good grades, but then I always got that little comment, is a distraction to herself and others. Mm. So not only am I problematic for me, I'm problematic for other people. And the issue was I could get my stuff done. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it. But others couldn't. Right. Well, either way we are joyed to be back. We are in the recording studio. We've got another great episode for you today and our, hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully, well, you never know. <laughs> You'll find out. You'll find out in about 40 minutes. You'll let us know. <laughs> in about 40 minutes. So, uh, our topic for today is kill them with kindness. And we're going to kill you guys with so much kindness we by are. thanking you first and foremost. Yeah. Thank you for following, for listening, for liking, reviewing, and hopefully buying <gasps> merchandise. Merchandise. We did it. We've got merch. We got merch. We're going to post links in the show notes mm-hmm. and on our socials, but we've got t-shirts, tote bags, coffee mugs, candles, stickers, That's buy those it. stickers, but they <laughs> hopefully are going to be super worth it. The stickers are super cute. That being said, let's talk about killing people with kindness. Yeah. Because honestly, this is some of the best advice I received and learned kind of late, but I think early enough yeah. for it to matter and make mm-hmm. a difference in my life. So I try to impart that. I feel like you do the same on students. Oh yeah. This is the time, right? People are petty as hell in high yes. school. Like so petty. And so kids will come to me and they'll be like, well, Veronica did this and she didn't eat lunch with me. And then she's acting like such a bitch. And I'm like, yeah, Veronica's classic, right? <laughs> of course she did. But also, and she, they, and then they start talking about like, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to comment on like, and I'm like, hold on. Oh, all of that's too much. Yeah. Like you got to chill. I was like, just be really nice to Veronica. Right. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, kill them with kindness. Like, just like, I like it. Cause my mom used to call it grin fucking people. Mm, I haven't heard that. I love it because, and I, I'll tell it to my students. I won't use that term. Right. You can't, 
I'll imply it right like heavily but anyway and then they're like what is that and I'm like it's not what you think because their minds are gonna go right wander off but it basically is like if someone's being mean to you like to your face and saying something bitchy it's just like "Mm." yes and no one can see me unless you're gonna watch this video later but it's just kind of like you smile at them and you're like "Mm, mm -hmm." and with your eyes you're saying fuck you that's so true big old fuck you but your face is saying "Uh (laughs) uh-huh I've done that so many times with people outside of school but also with students Mm -hmm. because of course let's be real we're, we're all people regardless of the fact that sometimes I'm a 33 year old woman and I'm talking to a 14, 15, 16 year old kid, they can be rude and mean and cruel to us. So I still apply that, kill them with kindness. Mm -hmm. And I've had other students say, you look so crazy when you're (laughs) smiling at them and (laughs) they're like yelling at you. And they're like, that is so much scarier than like the teachers that like flip out on them. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. It's because you look poised and in control. Yes. And it's like, it doesn't phase you. And I think Mm -hmm. that's like the best thing ever is because the more calm and chill you are, the more it pisses off someone else. (laughs) And then the crazier they look. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's like, you look so good and everyone else looks like a psychopath, Mm -hmm. which I like. But I was actually... I use this as a way to increase students' vocabulary because I'm dedicated to the pedagogy and the curriculum. You're big on vocab. I'm not big on vocab. I'm really big on vocab, but it's because I try to, because these kids don't read Yeah, and they don't know some really easy words. Like we'll be reading together and they'll be like, what is this word? And I'm like, what do you mean? What is, what do you mean? What is superfluous? Like, look at it. Right. What is it? Super is a lot. And they're like, oh, you're stupid. <laughs> and they're stupid. But <laughs> I'll tell them, I'm like, it's really elite when you can insult someone and one Either they don't know they're being insulted because Mm. they don't understand your vocabulary or they know, but they don't know what you're saying. And then they just look stupid, even stupider. So it's like a double, it's like two for one. Yes. So I thought about that and I was like, what are some of the best intelligent insults? So this is what I told you not to look at. Okay. I didn't. I didn't look at it. Look at it. Stop. I'm not. I'm looking at mine. I scrolled down. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to share with you guys some of these. I thought they were pretty good. Number one. I envy everyone you have never met. Ooh, I like that. Because that takes you a minute. It's like, oh, damn. <laughs> it's like, would you just say to me? Because it's going to make your brain turn a little bit. So do you think that that's mean, though? Or is that no? I think it's it's definitely not kind. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also, like, phrasing it in a way that sounds kind. Like, yeah. I envy everyone you've never met. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're not, like, stooping. Like, you're not screaming You're not getting someone. petty. You're not, like, being mm-hmm. insulting, like... Everyone hates you or exactly like, you're being educated you about it. Right. 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 Okay. There you go. The next one's definitely not kind in any way. We can't really spin this, but I just liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to insult you. Actually, you know what? Cause they're not insult. I would love to insult you, but I'm afraid I wouldn't do it as well as nature did. Ooh, <laughs> love that. That's like when you, they say like, okay. Yeah. Like physically, nature mm-hmm. wow yeah it's like when people say like you got hit with the ugly stick or something like that see that I remember that one that's mean that is me see this is a nicer <laughs> way you're killing them with like it's like I'm not insulting you because nature already did it. you're just pointing observations yeah it's observational mm. and then I liked this one is just mean but it's still good <laughs> are you naturally this dumb or do you have to put an effort Ooh, that's good <laughs> I like that because it's about the tone yeah. right like if you deliver it like oh are you always like this or do you try <laughs> I can't if someone said any of those things to me I would be so deeply offended but I feel like also because I would probably be mad I didn't like think of think it of first it. too you know like 
And then you get mad because you don't think of a comeback like right. as quickly. There's like, no comeback to that. There's no comeback to that. You're just like, damn. All right. And this is the last one. Okay. No, sorry. There's two more. Okay. I like them both. And this one's like kind of smart. So are, wait, are these things you've heard students say or you've said them to people? Or? Oh, I just Googled it. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I'm going to start saying them to people. Yeah. And I'm going to tell my kids to as well. I refuse to enter a battle of wits with an unarmed opponent. Mm, boom. That's good. That's so good. Right? I was like, damn, that one got me. I was like, oh, that's a good one. And then the last one, you spit in the face of evolution. Wow. <laughs> just straight up me. Oh my God. <laughs> I had to end on that one. I was like, damn, like just imagine in like a verbal sparring match and someone goes, you spit in the face of evolution. Yeah. I would, that's a dagger. That's a dagger. That right is there. a dagger. Um, so in terms of family background, Michelle, now we haven't had super good success with you <laughs> and hearing some of these phrases in the past, but last time we did. So I'm high hopes. Did you ever hear this phrase growing up? Yes, I Ooh. definitely did hear this phrase growing up a lot. My okay. mom and uh, my mom was like one of the nicest people that most people ever met. She sounds like it. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed, we have a new intro we and do. outro to our podcast. And that's actually our moms. Both of our moms. Both of our moms. Uh, voices on there. Yeah. Obviously, that's a recording, an old recording. Michelle's my mom, mom is dead. My Just mom's dead. So reiterate. But I have like 20 voicemails saved on my Aww. phone, which is, you know, that's like a life pro tip. Yeah. Save voicemails because you Do never it. know what could happen. Huh? Um, but yeah, like my mom constantly said this to me um, and it sunk in. Oh, that was really important to her. So she definitely, this one she did. This was the advice she was like, I want this to sink in. That was an imprint. Mm -hmm. She said, here's my print it's on the heart <laughs> little paw print um but my dad I would say said the opposite oh. <laughs> so we could maybe get into that another time oh, but yeah. yeah he's always telling me how I need to be more mean mm. and I need to be more like assertive and like standoffish with people interesting because I'll be like yeah I got stuck talking to that guy at the gas station for 30 mm. minutes and he's like you just need to tell him that you don't want to talk and go away <laughs> and I'm like I can't do that like that's not I don't have it in me that perfectly encapsulates mom versus dad advice I feel <laughs> yes. like that is literal perfection yes yeah so what about your parents yeah so like I said my mom definitely taught me this like from a young age. I feel like my dad was pretty much the same. I think he was always like, you know, be respectful, like mm. be chill, like have a good demeanor, but like stand up for yourself. So I think my dad was kind of similar, like be assertive, yeah. you know, but my mom was definitely, she taught me, you know, the grin fuck yeah. people like definitely love that advice. Um, she said that she heard it a lot from her mom. Okay. So it's definitely a mom passing it down. Um, and apparently, uh, they basically, we'll, we'll probably talk about this because we actually have one, um, an advice about counting to 10 or like stop and think. Oh, right? right, right. But I think it ties in well. It's like, stop, you know, count to 10, gather your shit, right? Mm -hmm. Emotionally, just because I feel like when we do respond in the moment, that's when we're not going to be right. kind. But if we stop and we think, maybe why is this person saying this to me? Mm -hmm. Why are they being mean? It actually makes it easier to respond with kindness than yes. to just like off the bat, like what the, you know what I mean? Like, yes. And I think that that comes with like being older and mm -hmm. understanding, like you don't know what happened to that person. Oh yeah. An hour ago last week, they could have, if it's an adult, they could have got their car towed or like they got evicted from their apartment and they're just, they don't know how to channel their anger. So 
Yeah. Again, that's not my fault that you're being mean to me. (laughs) Right. But at the end of the day, a little kindness could go a long way. Yeah, I think so. And that's exactly uh, what my dad said as well. Um, He he actually mentioned in his professional life, he was really hot-headed, which I think is interesting because I don't see that side of him very much because I obviously when he is an older adult is when I met him because he's my dad. <laughs> I, said, I met him. I met him back in the day. <laughs> like, you know oh I mean? my god! Because he, you know, like you get it. Anyways. Yeah, I get it. So we, we get what you're saying. You pick up what you I'm smell. Putting. What you're stepping you in. Smell what I'm stepping in. It smells good too. Love you, Dad. <laughs> um, always clean. But uh, he heard a lot of it in his professional life early on. He was like kind of hot headed. He would react really explosively. Mm. And my mom kind of. She was funny. She, I was talking to both of them on FaceTime, like about this subject. Yeah. And, um, she was like, yeah, he had sticky notes on his computer to remind him to be like, cool, like chill oh out, like God. don't react strongly. And I was like, wow, that's, that's so, so funny. I love that. And I was like, I, I need some of those sometimes <laughs> we all have those like mirror sticky notes, even if not physically, it's like, yeah. there are those things that we all, I think have to remind ourselves of mm-hmm. like to just get it together. And then he also had this really good one. I think ties in well, you catch more flies with honey. I love that. It's amazing. Have you heard the follow-up to that? No. You catch more honeys being fly. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that took me a second to think about. I'm like, wait, what? I saw your brains just like working. Oh, no. So you haven't heard that? No. It's like you catch more flies with honey, but you catch more honeys being fly. Wow. Yeah. It's true. It is true. But you can be fly and sweet. catch honeys being honey. (laughs) Being honey. (laughs) Catch honeys with honey. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely, yeah, it's my parents both preached that I think. And what's nice is I think both of them growing up, um, holding your composure is what they basically encapsulated with me and my brother. And it sounds like they learned from their own mistakes growing up, which is nice, which is why they were able to give me that advice. So, Mm -hmm. um, so Michelle, what was really crazy, Michelle did some research, y'all. Crazy, I did. She did her research. I did research because, you know what, I was like, I like this phrase. Well, this is so important to me, yeah. and I feel like I say it so much, and it's like yeah. something that I feel like I've, I don't want to say struggled with over the years, but yeah, I guess I have because it's like such a core value for me, but there's so many times where I've been like, they don't deserve it. Mm. But, you know, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, whatever. Like, I feel better because I was kind. Yeah. So... But yeah, um, I did look it up on the internet and <laughs> www. <laughs> there was a uh, website called Grammarist. Oh yeah. I found that one as well. Oh, you did? Okay. I did the follow-up. So you got the main part. I just did a little after. Okay. So I'll, I'll okay. follow up. So, well, what I found was um, the reference from Taming of the Shrew by Billy Shakespeare, as I like to call him. Good old Billy. So for those of you who haven't read uh, Taming of the Shrew. Most of you, I bet. <laughs> educate yourself. No, well, if you, you, I'm sure you've read some Shakespeare, but maybe not Taming of the Shrew, or if you don't recall the time frame. So this is around 1590, 1592, common era. Common, C-E, after death for those um, secular folks. Okay. Yeah, A-D for secular folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was said by... Petruchio, mm. who, okay, well, let's just give a, should we give a little let's give summary a, let's give of, a little synopsis. of the play? Mm-hmm. Um, so there are four main characters, Lucentio, I Bianca, yeah. Katerina, mm-hmm. and Petruchio. And Lucentio wants to marry Bianca, but he can't date, uh, 
date her, as what we would call it, until her older sister marries. Mm -hmm. So Petruchio marries Katerina, and she's known as the shrew, Mm. right? Which Mm -hmm. is, what's a shrew? It's kind of like a bitchy old woman, (laughs) like a little shrew. (laughs) She's just like not nice, cranky, (laughs) a Mm -hmm. nag, aggressive. Mm -hmm. And um, so Petruchio marries her, marries uh, Katerina, and finally gets her to calm down and be like an obedient wife so and for our listeners if that sounded familiar to you Mm. you might have seen the movie 10 things I hate about you 10 things I hate about you I love I love when people don't know that that's based on Shakespeare same thing with Amanda Bynes's and Channing Tatum's amazing film She's the man. She's the man. Based <laughs> yes. on Twelfth Night, I literally teach Twelfth Night so I can watch that movie and Do you watch show the movie to. Your oh class? my god, yes! They oh, need to see it. They haven't. I so many that. of them have not seen a young Channing Tatum with his shirt off, and they just need to. <laughs> they need. I to. thought you were going to say Amanda Bynes. Also, they probably don't know who that is. Pre crazy Amanda. They yeah. don't. They don't know about the Dancing Lobsters. They don't oh. know anything. And I hate when I get lumped in with their generation. This I is know. why they'll say things, and I'm like, this is why I don't associate with you people. Yes, I don't care. I'm a 97 kid and I just won't do it. I'm on the cusp, but I identify millennial. I just will. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's necessary. But I didn't really, really realize that like Katarina, her name is Kat and yeah, 10 things in, I hate about in you. The film. And, and then like Heath Bianca. Ledger's character is Petruchio. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it aligns a lot. Yeah, it really does. But and basically in the taming of the shrew, Petruchio, who is Heath Ledger's character in 10 things I hate about you, oh, he so says <laughs> like, the reason I got her to calm down is because I killed her with kindness. That's that's the that's a Sparknotes version. Okay, but let's read the real thing. Oh, you want to read the real thing? Let's do it. All right, you you take it away. <clears throat> that all is done in reverend care of her, and in conclusion, she shall watch all night. And if she chance to nod, I'll rail and brawl, and with the clamor keep her still awake. This is a way to kill a wife with kindness. Beautiful. Scene. And scene. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so yeah, he he tames the shrew. He tamed that shrew. So um, yeah, what did you find? So same website, because it's the <laughs> first thing that comes up. <laughs> but I had already known you found the uh, Shakespeare connection, okay. so I just skipped to the bottom. Yeah. And I liked it because Grammarist defined this as being nice as the ultimate clapback, mm. being the definition to the the phrase, which I liked. It is like a little. It is for the younger crowd. They know the clap back. Clap is back to clap back at someone, right? If and someone not comes your cheeks. You. We're not clapping. <laughs> no, <laughs> not making it clap. No, 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 no. A clap Super back. Different. And for the older generations, just don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't worry about it. It's like a comeback. Yeah, a clap back is like a comeback. Okay. Right. Like boom, boom. Okay. A um, rebuttal. A rebuttal. A but. Oh, see, there's too much butt going on. <laughs> Is that what? No, okay. Um, so it agrees with the Taming of the Shrew and its use in literature. Um, but also they say, and this is very much, I didn't look into it, and it's just on this one website, and very much they aren't sure. But some say the idea comes from apes and how they sometimes hold and hug their young so tightly that it kills them. Oh, Yikes. Yikes. Yowza. Yowza. Yikes. So I thought that was interesting. They did mention no one's, that's probably not true, but it could be. I didn't fact check it. Maybe I should have. A lot goes on out in the wild. This is research light. We We don't don't know. Research light. (laughs) We do know Taming of the Shrew. 
Um, so they also on that website included some synonyms. Okay. Just other ways of saying it, other iterations. If of, you will. I found out I say that word in every one of our podcasts. Iterations. <laughs> Maybe I'll start saying variations because every time I'm like, damn, I say that all the time <laughs> because it's just different variation. I'll just, I'll, I'm going to look up a whole list of synonyms so you guys don't have to hear me say iteration, but it could be a drinking game. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, uh, one went over with love. Mm, true. I don't know if I love that one as much, but I like it. Don't love it as much, but I like the thought of if you're kind, people will love you. Win them over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How to win friends and influence people. Right. Kindness. I'm sure it has got to be a chapter. I like the next one. Cause it rhymes disarm with charm. Mm, I like that Sounds too. Good. And it makes me think of Harry Potter. Good. Are you a Harry Potter person? Have we, don't look at me like <laughs> Have we not talked about this? Oh. Every year I get roasted. Be, you're an English teacher. Why don't you like? Because I read literature. So, so you're not a Harry Potter person. Not a Harry Potter person. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway. Variety is the spice of life. Variety Everyone is, has to be different. I do like, I'm the, I'm, I'm on the office train. You know okay. what I mean? So yeah. like, I'm not out here trying to be like, I hate trends and I hate cults because <laughs> I'm obviously, I'm in the office cult. Like okay. I'm in there. I'm up in there. It's just different. Different type of charm. That's (laughs) fine. Small town Pennsylvania charm. Yes. Uh, Defeat with decency. Okay. Not my favorite, but we've got some alliteration there. Soften with sweetness just sounds wrong (laughs) to me. (laughs) Yeah. And then I like this last one. Conquer with courtesy. I like that too. It's a little bit strong. Because if you're conquering someone, you're winning. If you're conquering someone, are you... That to me is... (laughs) That's... If you're conquering a conversation, let's go with that. Yes. You're you're winning. You're winning. Yeah. Well, good phrasing. Much better. <laughs> um, so the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yes. No matter what, the one thing that's been here for us is Cora. Cora is the best. Cora's the best. It's reliable. I mean, it's not a peer-reviewed website. Not at the slightest, no. But peers are reviewing it. And we, we might not know their education level, but no. they are, it's anecdotal. It's real human experiences. It's just real. It's happening. Mm-hmm. I love it. And so I'm going to call this the Cora Corner. We've got Kid Corner and we've Cora Corner. Cora Corner. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so obviously on Cora, someone posed because people are out here. What does the quote, kill them with kindness mean? Okay. I like this guy, Dale. Dale gave a pretty succinct answer. He said, It means, and I like it because I'm just going to explain, Dale is a real one because instead of spelling you, Y-O-U, he just uses a U. The letter U. And I respect that, Dale. It's easier. He's, it's getting in there. He's getting, he's like, I'm, I have a mission. Yeah. So he says, it means to treat someone kindly, no matter how mean they are. For example, if you know a person has been gossiping about you, talking trash about you, et cetera, you would see them and be so nice to them, smiling, talking, laughing, like y'all are the best of friends and just laying the kindness on thick. Yes. I thought that was a great example. That is such a good example too, because like, I feel like that has happened to me before. And like at the end of the day, they usually feel guilty about being shitty to you behind your back. I think that's the ultimate goal, right? Yeah. And then you want them to become a better person. Yes. I agree. That's the goal. That's the idea. Yeah. And I have a couple questions for you later on when we get to the question corner. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Everything's a corner. This is is a square. We have four or three. That's a triangle. Okay, that's a triangle. Okay, okay. We'll get a fourth one just to make it a square. He also goes on to say, if a customer comes into your store, 
griping, angry, cussing, raising their voice, and you stay calm, offer no rebuttal to their comments, just smiling and being all agreeable and helpful, etc. You're killing them with kindness. You're acting all nice, laying on thick, no matter their demeanor. He does like that phrase, laying it on laying thick. Laying on thick. And then he says, this is actually a good thing to do. You catch them off guard. da 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 Confuse them. Da, 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 da. A lot of dots. Throw them off. Later, they'll probably think of how they are kind of embarrassed and how they treated you, and you were so nice. Lots of dots. You didn't deserve such treatment. Lots of dots. They were out of line, etc. Mm, so true. I like that because that's exactly what you just said. Yes. It's, that's the goal, I think, of killing them with kindness is leading by example. Leading by example and causing them to have a little bit of self-reflection. Mm. You know who also really likes this phrase, who uses it a lot? Who? Selena Gomez, ah. pop culture icon. She is. She really is. I grew up with her, kind of like okay. watching her. Um, Wizards think, of Waverly Place. Wizards of Waz- Waverly <laughs> Place was definitely the first. I think I got a okay good grasp of her. So I love her. I like her music. Always have. It's very poppy, very dancey. Um, but she has a song that's literally called <laughs> "Kill Them with Kindness." Yeah, uh, we both listened to it during our little interim yeah. break here that we had earlier. It's good. It is good. I've heard it. It's catchy, poppy, good message. Yeah. So Wikipedia came in clutch. So when, when I saw there was a wiki page for this, I got so excited. And then I I read the first line. It was like originated with Selena Gomez. And I was like, wait, Shakespeare, what? And so I open it. It's about the song. Oh, okay. The wiki page is for the song. Oh, not for the first. There's a whole page for one song of Selena Gomez. Oh yeah. Wow. Fandom. Selena's got it. If we can get a couple Selena fans on our on our boat, hey, we love Selena. We do. Get over here. I love Selena. I'll take Selena fans over. No, I'm. you know what? I'm not going to say that. Don't say anything. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, Don't say something you're going to regret. I'm going to bite my tongue and I'm going to kill everyone. Kind I love all fan bases equally. <laughs> um, but I thought it was interesting. So Wikipedia says, lyrically, the track gives advice for dealing with critics and revolves around the theme of magnanimity. It's a tough one. Magnanimity, mm. which is, it, I looked it up. Because I, I was like, I've heard this word. I could probably use it, but it, can I define it? No. Right. It's the virtue of being great of mind and heart, or according to Aristotle, the greatness of soul. Okay. Which I really liked. Yeah. So if you know anything about Selena, you kind of know she's gone through it with the press and the paparazzi and things like that. And if you aren't sure, um, this was, the song was inspired by, um, she was body shamed, which Michelle, could you just... For our audience, define body shaming. I'm going to put oh, you on the yeah. spot. Oh, yeah. Body shaming is when people make you feel guilty about the way you look. Especially when you have a normal, your body's doing normal stuff. Right. She's also in good shape. Yeah. Like, she's in good shape. So, she was body shamed uh, various media outlets and on social media because she was at a beach in Mexico and people are taking the worst. If I don't pose perfectly in anything tight it is not going there is no picture that should be ever taken (laughs) even part of this video is probably going to be like awful because I'm like you know I don't know what my angles are like we all only look good when we really try so that's just rude right it's so rude no one looks perfect that's a big part of our society too like we're um, you know women and girls are raised to think that that cover photo on people magazine is what that woman looks like 24 7 and that's not yeah. That's not real. It's People not. don't look like that. No. When you sit down, you, you know, get rolls. You have intestines. They have to go somewhere. It's wild. <laughs> you have <laughs> organs in your body that are doing things. Like even Victoria's Secret models, if they squoosh down, yeah. they're going to have like rolls. Right. Not as big as mine. 
So because they're not as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> well, how dare they body shame her? Yeah, but I, I remember love hearing it. about that. But she responded so well, mm. right? She didn't clap back at her haters. And she has this quote, which I pulled right from Wikipedia. Shout out. Okay. They really want people to go donate to them, by the way, you guys. They do. I'm not doing it, but you guys, <laughs> actually, no, you could donate to us. And then if you have leftover money, yeah. you can donate it to them. Uh, but, so this is her quote. It's kind of my life motto. It's so much easier to be mean. Mm. It's so easy to just kind of give yourself that, but it's so hard to walk away from a situation, turn your cheek the other way and be the bigger person. So that's what Kill em With Kindness represents. I think people need to hear that more often. And that's like on her, the whole idea of magnanimity is that was like a theme, I think of that whole album. And so that really like encapsulated those yeah. ideas. Okay, that that is so true. And that's exactly how I feel. Like yeah. it is easier to be mean yes. and it, it is. It's mm -hmm. just so easy to just be like, well, fuck you too. You're ugly as hell. Like, you know, <laughs> and your mama's fat. <laughs> right. Not ours. Not ours. <laughs> but that's, it takes strength and mm. poise, poise to be kind mm. and to just, or even if you can't do that in the moment, right. you can take a break. You can take a walk step away. back, walk away. Mm -hmm. And then later be kind. Yeah. I even think it takes strength to do that. Yeah, it does. To just not respond. Yes. Like I have been, I have been so in awe of people that do that. Like, especially if I'm with them and things are getting escalated mm -hmm. and they just tell me like, I don't have anything to say right now. And if I do, it's not going to come across. Yeah. So I want us to just like take this break. And in the moment I get kind of mad because I'm like, I want to fix it, right? Yeah. I want to fix it right now. But then I always appreciate it because sure. it's like you always come back so much better mm -hmm. after that. Do you have any specific stories that helped you learn this <laughs> lovely lesson? Mm. I've just tried to do this my whole life. Mm -hmm. I will say like this, I w this was more of an issue when I taught middle school. Um, there were definitely kids that I had, students that I had that were rude, would be like screaming cuss words in the mm. middle of class and like kicking chairs across the room. Lovely. Telling me to fuck off. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. I can't even imagine like a 13 year old saying fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and like me having to be like, okay, why don't you Thank go to the you. office? Yeah. Um, and I, I distinctly remember one year a kid said to me, how are you still so nice to these kids mm. after they treat you like that? It's a good question. And my first response is, well, that's my job. <laughs> First of all, legally required. <laughs> legally can't slap a bitch. <laughs> but also at the end of the day, you know, I've had kids message me and I've had multiple students say, I'm so sorry for the way I acted in your yeah. class. Yeah. And I, you taught me like so much about writing and to be kind. And it might not be five minutes after, it could be years later, but people remember kindness. It's true. You know, they really do. Cause I think it is. Like you said, it's harder to be kind than it is to be mean. Yes. It's also harder to be positive than mm -hmm. it is to be negative. But once you train your brain to think that way, yeah. I think it, it is so, and I think it sticks out to people because I don't think that's the majority of people no. that like where they go. Right. But the more you do that, the more it spreads. What mm -hmm. about you? Tell me yours. It was actually kind of hard. I was like trying to think back. I was yeah. trying to remember. So, but one definitely stood out. It actually happened this year, like not super long ago, towards the beginning of the school year. Oh, okay. First time this has ever happened to me. So I always have like one or two students who kind of just hate me. <laughs> <laughs> which makes I'm like, all right, I, I literally start the year with you're either, you're either going to like what I do here or you're not. Yeah. I don't care. 
what regardless we all have to respect each other that's always Mm -hmm. what I say I'm a weird teacher I get it you might not like me that's okay yeah um but usually the kids who don't like me it's because they're not doing well in my class Mm. and they're not doing well in my class because they're not doing the work right so it's one of those things where I look at it I'm like you want you want a scapegoat for your shitty actions. Yes. I'll be that. I don't care. I don't care. I already passed high school. Sorry, bud. Like <laughs> good luck. Like, I don't know. But there was this one girl and she's a sophomore. So young. I always have to remind myself that is still young. Yeah. That's a baby. That's a child. Child. No brain development going on yet. Mm-hmm. Not, not serious brain development. And she's in that situation. She's constantly absent, bad at turning stuff in. So doesn't do well. Yeah. So she hates me, obviously, <laughs> but what she really hates herself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's kind of how I view it. I, that's why I don't take it personally, but there was this one moment that I really had to, I had to dig deep. I had to dig real, real deep. So I'm standing where my room is. I'm actually sequestered into the gym hallway at my yeah. school rather than on the second floor where the air is so clean. It's like a dungeon down there. It is a dungeon. <laughs> um, I got locker rooms near me, so it's always a little musty. Gross. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but you know, we make do. Yeah. And I always stand outside my door. Um, and whenever I have a lunch block, I stand outside my door when kids come back from lunch too. Well, when my kids are coming back from lunch, these other kids are leaving gym to go to their lunch block. Okay. Right. So they're exiting the locker room. My kids are coming in. This girl, I'm not teaching her. She's in gym. So she's leaving the locker room. I clock her. We make eye contact because I'm standing right right there. Yeah. And she's with her friend. So she looks at me, turns around, starts talking to her friend loudly and in a whisper though. Like she thinks I can't hear yeah. kind of sound and goes, that's my English teacher. I fucking hate her. Oh my God. I hear God. that verbatim. Her friend turns and looks at me like wide-eyed like oh, oh my god did she just hear she and probably so embarrassed i'm looking right at them so her friend is looking at me like mouth agape right like yeah. wondering if i was going to do something or say i just stood there i stared at her i smiled yes i grin fuck the shit and the other girl didn't turn around i think it was one of those things where it's like I think we've already talked about this. You say something about someone, not expecting them to be able to hear you. Yes. And you find out they can hear you and you pretend like it didn't happen. Right. And so I didn't see, I wouldn't see her until tomorrow. I didn't have her class until tomorrow, the next day. And it took me, I was like, it, the first thing that came to my head was, fuck this bitch, <laughs> which doesn't sound great, right? I'm supposed to be the adult in this situation, but I'm still, it's but interesting. You're human. And that's like, why would you, if somebody says I fucking hate you, mm-hmm. like that's your gut reaction is like, well, fuck off then. Right. So Can't I really, really do that now in our situation, but. Right. And I think that's, what's so great about this job, what it has been teaching me, especially because mm. I don't feel young, but I know like objectively, like 26 is still young. Yeah. My brain just finished you guys. I'm still, it's still (laughs) working. I think some pieces out. Um, But yeah, no, at first I was like, I'm going to, you know, confront her. I'm going to say something like I heard what you said. Like those are the first things that are coming. And then, you know, about five minutes later, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And then, you know, the day goes on and I'm, I'm, I'm over it after like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then the next time I see her. So the next day I, you know, I do pull her aside and I say, Hey, there's anything I can help you with. If there's any extra resources I can give you, if I can stay after with you, let me know. I love that. I want to help you out. I want to, you know, I want to get, I want to work with you. Yeah. And Hey, if there's anything going on, just let me know, communicate with, and then just so nicely. Did she look shocked? I think, yeah, she was like, what's going on? She was like, thank, thank you. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, you just, you let me know. Yeah. Okay. You, 
it's okay. And I didn't say anything about it. And she's still absent as hell all the time, mm. but she, I haven't heard, you know, it's, it's more respectful. I think, Yeah, I think that helped. I think that was good. When is this ever bad advice? Do you yeah. think, do you think it is ever bad advice in any situation or? I think it can be bad advice to be, okay, maybe not just kill them with kindness in mm. general, but it's that I would say kill them with kindness has a different meaning than like be kind or mm. always be kind. Right. Because there are situations where you don't always need to be kind. Like mm. if someone, I mean, my, the first thing that comes to mind for me is we're women. Mm. We're yeah, I think relatively yeah. attractive women. Yeah, I'll you say go. that. <laughs> I'll go with it. Let's. Yeah, I mean, there's Confidence. been when we're younger. When when I was younger, you very recently. Now you're still young. Ugh, I, if yes. <laughs> if I would be going out and about and mm. like getting hit on, mm. that's oh. a situation where I think it's okay to. Shut you don't need to down. be mean. Mm. But being kind firm backfires. Yes. It <laughs> it literally does. Like I'll be at the gym, for yes. example, and I'll think I'm just being nice. Mm -hmm. And the amount of times that's misconstrued as flirting. Yes. Or I'll tell a guy like, Oh, this guy at the gym won't leave me alone, or this guy at the grocery store like followed me around. They were like, Well, did you talk to them? I'm like, Yes, because yeah. they spoke to me and I'm right. a human being and I'm going to be kind yeah. to people and like you, we were talking about, we'd like to talk to people, Yes, but the amount of like immediately it's just giving attention is immediately, Oh, she must've fucked me. Right. It's like, no, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, I know. Where, where'd that come I from? don't understand. And okay. Last week, last Wednesday trivia. Oh, I was in line at the taco truck. Oh, hell this yeah. Guy walks up behind wait, me. Wait, what taco did you get before we get into this? Um, I got steak and chicken. Fuck yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so good. And then he was just chit-chatting me up. And mm. of course I'm like flashing my ring. Like, my, you know, like <laughs> that is a flashy ring. Yeah. It's hard to miss. Um, so I'm not just wearing a ring on this finger for shits and gigs. Like <laughs> I'm engaged boy. And he was so chatty. And at first it was very, you know, we're in line for a taco truck. Sure. You're bored. There's nothing to do. You chit chat. You Wait, talk about taco. tacos. You taco about it. You taco about it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so then later we're inside and he comes up to our table while we're doing trivia. Oh, He's like, cool. how's this round going for you guys? Oh. And I was like, we're fine. Like we're doing great. I go in line to get a drink. He walks up behind mm -hmm. me, says, mm -hmm. we got to stop meaning like this. You gotta stop like, following me like this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me being kind, but like also being a bitch. Well, you're trying to, you know, you're not being a bitch because you're like, <laughs> yeah, like without saying fuck off. Yeah. You had every right to say fuck off, but you're right. doing it in a nice way. I guess that was a situation where I tried not to be kind. Good. But it was hard. It It is hard. It is hard because then we... I feel like I've read this before, especially like you said, with women, we just feel the need to placate mm -hmm. and be nice. And if we hurt the delicate sensibility of a man, yes. Oh no, babe. Oh, you, you were being misogynistic, but I hurt your feelings by calling you out for, I'm sorry. You right. know, I'm sorry. Like, I think we're just put in positions where we constantly feel the need to apologize. Right. We are. And I'm like, Yes, I apologize a lot because genuinely I do take responsibility as much as I can. That's something I am intentional about. But also there are some things I don't need to apologize for. No, yeah. How you choose to interpret my tone, how you're choosing to continue to confront me when I'm giving you polite indications to leave me alone. Yeah. 
And then when I have to say, leave me alone, that's not me being me. I'm not being a bitch. I'm being assertive. Boom. It's called being a boss. Mm. Mm. Boss what about you? Bitch. What are some times that you think this, what well, do you think this is bad advice or it could be bad advice in a certain situation? I'm with you on that. And I also think that, you know, there are some times and I'm not like, I'm with you. I think majority of the time, most of 99% of the time, be nice, be kind. Yeah. But sometimes being petty just feels kind of good. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's just like, oh, like it just, and it like small things, right? Just like yeah. kind of small things of like, if, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something specific. I haven't been petty in a while. I have petty thoughts yeah. that I don't follow through on, but I'm like, what if, right? Like, okay. What I'm thinking of is like when I go visit my friend that lives in Colorado mm. and like she is not a kill him with kindness type of gal. Oh. Love her so much. Yeah, love and that. She is, it is so entertaining to be her friend because yeah. she does not take that approach to mm -hmm. life. So like we were in a, a parking lot and this car came up the wrong way. Obviously, mm. like they didn't know it was a one way. Mm. And she was like, signs are difficult to read, eh, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Sarah, like, oh my God. It's okay. But like, I'm like, well, I'll never see this person again. I don't yeah. live here. Like, so I feel like I, if I were going to be like that, it would mm -hmm. be if I'm like on vacation or something. If someone's being rude to me, I might have more like, mm. like balls Sexy. to be yeah. like, okay, fuck you too then. Like, yeah. I'll never see you again. Like, you can go fuck off. Like, oh, I think something that comes to my mind now that you've said that, okay. maybe because you're talking about cars and people who like, now actually, and it ties back to what I was saying about my dad. I kind of see, here's an example of maybe his hot headedness, his impulsivity. Uh, when we, so we grew up, we're NASCAR family. Okay. We go to the NASCAR races in Richmond. Dale? Uh, I'm not a Dale fan. Jeff? I was a Jeff fan. Uh, mm. I think as a young kid, 24, the colors were just so pretty. NASCAR. If you don't know about NASCAR, we're talking about <laughs> Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon yeah. My mom was actually a Jeff Gordon fan. As My dad was Dale Earnhardt. Oh, interesting. And then, of course, Dale Jr., once he passed So that's away. your guy. Uh, he doesn't race anymore, I don't think. Oh, he was I, your I guy. I don't watch. I haven't watched. I haven't years. kept up in a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, I grew up going to NASCAR races. Okay. Okay, so you know the vibe, right? <laughs> yeah. It's usually, it's pretty chill. It's, it's great chill. people watching. It if is. you've never been, even if you don't care about it, it's great people watching. It is. Um, afterwards, people are usually have indulged in some libations yes. and some drinks and some mm -hmm. tailgating and then some more tailgating and then post tailgating, um, <laughs> which my dad had responsibly because in this story he is driving a vehicle. So he was, it was prior. Anyway, everyone's fine. <laughs> We're leaving and it's like a concert. It's like leaving a concert, right? It's like, yes. it's tough. It's like people are, you know, trying to zipper, but no one really knows how to do the zipper because everyone sucks at driving. Mm-hmm. This, my dad's in a truck. He has like a big pickup truck or like an infinity, like a big SUV. Some, I think it was when he had it as infinity and this guy, like these, this group of guys drive up and they kind of have, you know, a not great car. It's, you know, a little, you know, older, like older, a little beat up, yeah. not as clean, you know, a car though. It runs a hoopty. Isn't that what people call them? So that's funny. You say that. So <laughs> <laughs> they come up and so all of our windows are down. It's a nice day. And they, you know, go, Hey, yo man, you like, you want to trade? Like they're talking about the cars, like oh. their own cars. Like I think jokingly, like obviously my dad's car was really new and nice yeah. and they're driving, you know, a less new, not as nice car. Right. And my dad go, and so if someone said that, me would be like, ha ha, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. LOL, good one. Right. My dad decides to say something along the lines of, hell no, I ain't trading for that hoopty. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, 
if you know a guy, if you know people, sometimes they might say, LOL. Yeah. Some people don't. Oh. Those people did not like they my got, dad's. That offended them? Hoopty is apparently a very, I because I I always thought it was like, ha-ha, like a fun, but some people take that as like very offensive. If you I saw that her. somebody's license plate the other day I saw that said Hoopty one or something mm. like that. See, I think it's a difference in sense of humor. Yeah. People, some people take it very personally <laughs> and some people own it, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> but, for, yeah. but those people are irrational. Why would you make a comment about your <laughs> shit, your own shitty car and then right. get offended when someone plays back with you? Right. <laughs> but that does wrap it up. I mean, we, we really went in on this. We I, did. I love this advice. I do too. I love this advice so much. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you guys want to share, since it is super legal, you're killing a... <laughs> with kindness <laughs> stories. Yes. You can send those to our Gmail. Right at gmail.com. We love reading your stories. We really do. Or you could slide into our DMs. Yeah, we're on Instagram. Uh, right on Instagram. We love that. We're going to be posting more reels. We've got polls up. You guys come and interact with us. We love it. Um, and if you loved it so much, and if you're thinking, wow, I thank teachers all the time, but I know it's not enough because... <laughs> They can't deposit a thanks. No. Maybe you want to subscribe to our Patreon. We've got right now a $5 monthly subscription. Because of our new merch store, we're thinking about adding another tier. So if if we do, it would go up to $10 and maybe you'll get a free sticker. Yeah. Watch out for that free sticker that could cost you upwards of $7 with shipping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're like, all right, a monthly subscription is a little steep for me. We get it. We're teachers. We get it. Yeah, we get it. One-time donations are also more than fine. Mm -hmm. And you can find that at our PayPal. That's paypal.me slash right. I don't think I said our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash right. And all of these links will be in our show notes. They're on our Instagram page. I'll repost them to our Patreon. So they're, they're everywhere. They're, they're everywhere. Around. And if you do decide to check out our merch, that's also supporting us. It's so. true. That is really helpful, and you'll get a cool shirt or a cool sticker, cool coffee cup. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. And Christmas is coming up. Get yes. your shopping done early for mm -hmm. once. God damn it. <laughs> Listen to your mother. <laughs> get your shopping done early. <laughs> yeah, get, get someone you know, you know, a cool shirt yeah. for Christmas. Or a mug, a candle. Everyone loves a candle. The candles, I believe, come in five different scents as well. That's insane. And they actually look super cute, you they guys. They do look super they cute. They are super cute. We've got some good stuff. And we're going to keep having good stuff if you guys help us out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sounds a little threatening. <laughs> cut that. Cut. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we do. We love you guys so much. It, even just engaging. If you're like, you know, I don't have the money to spend, just sharing even just copying the link on yeah. Spotify or Apple podcasts. They're like, we don't know if you're sending that to people. They right. just think you're sharing it all over the place. Um, so writing, helpful. reviewing, commenting, just any interaction you guys can do. It's so helpful. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. And maybe you should go just, just in case, go ahead and, and thank your mom. Unless she's dead. Unless she's dead. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, bye. guys. I love you, and I look forward to the next update. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Sigal. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you later.